Well, welcome church. Welcome to Church Online, no matter where you are, no matter where you're gathering. Uh, it's just our great honour to have you with us. And we're so glad you've come, taken some time your Sunday uh, or whenever you're watching this, maybe throughout the week to come and spend some time and invest your time with us. And uh, if you're visiting with us, maybe from somewhere else, maybe you've not been part of our church for a while, or maybe you're just tuning in recently, I want to let you know that we are in the middle of a series called Vision 2020. And uh, this series has been leading up to our Vision Sunday, which is actually next Sunday. And uh, we're still going to be going forward with Vision Sunday. And so if you call Elam home, if you're part of Elam Christian Centre, uh, we just want to uh, encourage you to keep believing God for next week and what He's going to share, what He's going to put on our hearts. And we've got some great stuff we want to share with you guys and, and uh, so excited to bring that to you. But this series has all been about um, hearing more clearly or seeing more clearly the future God has for us. And so uh, I want to continue that today. And the message I have for you guys today is called Vision for more. Uh, you know, we are in unprecedented times right now. We're in a challenging situation and we're in a, a place right now as a church we've probably never actually ever been before. But I want to say right now from the outset of this message, we're still believing that God is big enough, God is strong enough, that He's still on the throne, that God hasn't changed, that He's the same yesterday, today and forever. And possibly God is still mighty enough and God is still active enough and God is still working. And maybe even God is positioning us right now in this season for more because I believe He is the God of more. Ephesians 3.20 tells us, that He is. It says this, Now to Him who is able, who is Him? It's God. Him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all we may ask or think. It's the more of God. He's able to do far more than anything we can even conceptualise or imagine. According to the power that is at work in us, to Him be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Church, wherever you are, I want to stir you in a bit of faith today. And I want to sow vision in your heart because I believe that maybe right now God is actually positioning us as a church for more. And so I want to encourage you to have the vision for more and see where we are with eyes of vision. So maybe this, this season right now, uh, if you can look at it with a heart and eyes of vision, maybe I've got a few thoughts for you today. Number one, it's a season of more potential. We, uh, we live right by a field and, and uh, we actually live right next to Pastor Boyd and Sharon at our Manurewa campus, so please pray for us. Uh, but we live right by a field and just the other day, on our field, there was an archery tournament. The, I know some guys doing archery, there's like hundreds of people doing archery uh, on, on our, the field right by our house. And like archery is amazing. Like archery is, I think, one of the coolest sports. It's so raw. It's like still we have competitions for shooting a bow and arrow. I mean, they, that's amazing. And, uh, and what, what's amazing about archery, and I learned this, we were in the UK not that long ago, well, not long enough, well, long enough ago that we didn't have to get like travel bans or anything like that or any quarantine stuff. But a while ago, we were in the UK and um, while we were there, we learned about the English longbowman. And the, the longbowman was like this feared soldier in the English army. And they had these gigantic bows that were super hard to pull back. And what they would do is they would train children, the strongest children that they would pick from five years old and train them to be longbowmen in the English army. And this whole like, concept with a bow and arrow is, is to pull back the string. And when you're pulling back the string, it's like you're, you're creating potential energy. And when you pull that, and, and the further you pull back, 
The, the further you go, the more potential energy there is, the more flight there becomes, uh, the greater momentum comes, the stronger the arrow is going to fly out, the further the arrow is going to go. And, and I want to say that, I'll say it to say this, that maybe right now this feels like a bit of a pushback, a bit of a setback, maybe a bit of a pullback. We can't do what we'd normally do, but perhaps it's God positioning us for a greater potential energy to go further, see more, go places and, and experience something that we've never ever seen before, maybe even to have a greater impact on the other end. See, this is what I think is so cool. Before today, we had six campus churches in Auckland and Whangarei. Now those campus churches on a weekend represent around four and a half thousand people over a weekend. Overnight, our potential reach has grown by about six billion people. Right now, online, we are accessible to pretty much every person on planet Earth. Now, as every good pastor does, we like to exaggerate our numbers and we like to make ourselves look better than we are. But since I took over, our reach has grown by six billion people. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. You, you make of that what you will, but it's called more potential. That's the, that's the reality of what we've seen. We've been pushed out the door to do something that has opened the doors uh, for us to see a world potentially reach. It's more potential. First Chronicles 4.10, it's this famous little prayer called the prayer of Jabez. It says this, and Jabez called on the Lord of Israel saying, O Lord, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand would go with me and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. I, I kind of feel like we're in the middle of a, a, an answer to a Jabez prayer that we've been praying for many, many years. God, expand our territory. God, give us more. God, help us to see more lost reach. God, give us more, more uh, room to grow. And so right now, we're almost like in this expansion of territory moment that you right now watching online, you're now a part of. Write your name down. You're a special person to us because you're the first group of people that is a part of what we believe is an expansion of territory moment. There's more potential. There's more potential right now in your small groups. It, 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 right now, now we small groups could become a catalyst for hope in every single street that we find a, a small group in. It's, a, it's, a, it's an opportunity, it's potential uh, for, for light to shine in our communities in brand new ways as small groups activate and move and mobilize and love their people. There's more potential for Christians to reach out to the people around them. Listen, right now, everyone's saying, look out for everyone around you. That means you can call people. You can knock on doors. Like You've got an open license right now to go and check in on your neighbours, love on them, make sure they're happy, make sure they're good, do what you can for them. There is so much potential right now in this season and we can see it with potential when we have a vision for more because He's a God of more. Second thing is this, maybe we'll see this if we look with vision as a season of more opportunities. Uh, we, we have friends, um, we do have friends, thank you, but uh, we have friends that um, left Auckland City because they were going in pursuit of what they called a slower, more simple life. And um, they started even like an online sort of blog and lifestyle, and they called it Slow and Simple. And I thought, man, we should, have, we should set up a competing blog called Fast and Complicated. Like they, they, can, they can have their blog, which is about a slow and simple life, and we'll have our blog about our life, which is a fast and complicated life. But the sad reality for many of us is that our lives are way too fast and way too complicated. You're running from this to this to this to this. Right now, you are in a forced downsize. 
Right now, in this global world right now, there are things that are closing, there are things that are stopping, you can't do that anymore, you can, that's not happening anymore, that event, that sports thing, that thing, that thing. Right now, it's almost like you're an enforced, slower, simple kind of way of life. And I wanna see, encourage you to see this season as a season of potentially greater opportunity for you. It's not a removal necessarily of opportunity. It may be the creation of greater, better opportunities for you. Maybe this is an, an opportunity for you to be more intentional in your marriage. Maybe it's a, a chance to get more intentional in your community and actually be more active. Maybe it's an opportunity to engage in your family at a greater level of faith and take ownership of what's going on. No longer are you completely dependent on church and kids programs in church and this in church. Maybe this is an opportunity for you to rise up in your family and say, you know what, I'm gonna lead my family better in this area. Maybe it's an opportunity for you to go, man, I'm gonna take hold of my walk with Jesus, of my own faith, and I'm gonna see this as an opportunity to grow in my own walk, in my own depth of knowledge of the Word and all the things that maybe you're neglecting because you're so busy and so fast and so complicated. This could be a great opportunity for you to dig in and do the things that you know you need to do. Maybe this is an opportunity for you to spend more time with your children. There's maybe work shutting down, great. Maybe spend time with your kids. You've been maybe neglecting that time. There's all kinds of things. If you look at it with the lens of vision, you'll see it as a great opportunity. We're, we're, for many of us and many of you watching, you're a Christian, right? And I wanna encourage you to be a Christy can, not a Christy cannot. Many of us are, oh, I can't do that, I can't do that, cannot do that, cannot. We become Christy cannots, right? So right now you could look at the season from a lens of I can't, oh, I can't meet with my church family. But you can strengthen your faith, strengthen your family. You can strengthen those near you. Listen, there's a whole lot of things maybe you can't do, but there's still a whole lot of things you can do. You can meet with the people around you. You can love, oh, I, can't, I, I can't go out. I, I can't do all the things I wanna do. Here's what you can do. You can go back to basics. You can do the fundamentals. You can pray again. You can spend time with your family. You can connect with those in your world that you probably haven't even spoken to. There's, there's so many possibilities that are right here and opportunities that are before you. I can't, I can't find toilet paper at the supermarket. Hey, but you can love your neighbour and not steal theirs. That's what you can do. Uh, maybe if you've got a whole stockpile of toilet paper right now, you maybe go share some love with somebody, all right? I can't find toilet paper. Maybe you can, I don't know, bless somebody along the way. It's about having a vision for more. It's a different position you're finding yourself in, but maybe right now it's an opportunity for, it's, it's a position of more opportunity. Let's have a vision to see more. And last, my last thought with you for you guys today is this. Maybe you can see this as a season for more of God. And you know, this time right now, this is the time, I think, as the church for us to come back to the heart of who we are. I was um, in a restaurant a while ago and it was one of those Brazilian uh, like barbecue meat restaurants. And uh, those things are absolutely out of control. They're so amazing. It's like the best thing ever. And uh, we were there and they just keep bringing you food, like different food. It's like this meat and that meat and every meat, and you're just eating all this food and meat and stuff, and you're getting full. And then, and then when you think it's like you've seen it all, 
then they just keep bringing more stuff. It's like, there's more, there's more meat. Like I've already eaten chicken, I already ate beef, I already ate pork, I already ate sausage that comes from the sausage animal. And then now there's another, I don't even know what that meat is, but I'm gonna eat that because it looks delicious. Whatever you're bringing me, it's like, they just keep bringing all different kinds of varieties of meat. And, and as soon as you think, man, I'm full, I'm done. And, and I've eaten it all, I've had enough, I've had everything that could be available to me. Next thing you know, they're bringing a whole nother thing towards you. There's like, there's always another level of more. And this is what I've discovered after nearly 20 years of walking with Jesus. The more you grow in God, the more you discover there is of God. It's like, man, like you think, oh, I'm so full on God. I've had so much of Him. And man, God's done so much in my life and I've learned so much. But the more you go on, you realise that God always has more. There's always something new. He always wants to grow you. He always wants to stretch you. He always wants to enlarge your territory, enlarge your thinking. He always wants to cause you to grow in levels of your gifting and your anointing. There's all kinds of things that God has for you. It's always more. There's always more to be found of God. Matthew 7 Verse seven to 11 says this, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you'll find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. He who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be opened. Or what man is there among you? If his son asks for bread, he will give him a stone. Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good gifts to those who Ask Him. God has so much abundance that He wants to pour out into your life. And I'm praying that throughout this season, as we continue to meet online and in homes, as you continue to go through this crazy season that we are all facing, I'm praying it's a time where you experience the more of God. In fact, I'm praying you experience more peace in this season than you've ever felt in your life. I'm praying you have more hope than you can know what to do with. I'm praying you have more revelation of who God is, His love, His grandeur, His grace, His wonder. I pray that God just blows. I pray that your prayer life just explodes, that you go to a whole nother level in prayer and in your daily walk with Jesus. I pray you, your knowledge in the Word of God will just go beyond anything you ever thought possible. I'm praying that right now in this season, your sensitivity to the leading and the anointing of the Holy Spirit to lead you into divine appointments and divine occasions and divine settings, to see healing come to people that are near you, to see hope released through you, to see where you go, life and, and goodness and God just flow out everywhere around you, touching people you meet. I'm praying that this is a season where the more of God just becomes evident in you, that you're walking in a God-given anointing, that you're walking in authority, that you begin to walk in the grace and the truth and the love of who God is. Be a people that bring breakthrough no matter where you go. It's a vision for more. And I wanna simply stir you, church. I wanna sow a seed of encouragement to you to begin to look at where you are and where we are collectively from a different perspective with a vision for more. And, and I'm believing, man, if we can begin to look at the situation through this lens, I, I'm telling you, you'll see it totally differently. You'll see it in a brand new light and you'll actually begin to see what God is doing and how God is operating and how Romans 8 becomes so true that God causes all things to work together for good for those who love God and are called according to His purposes. You are loved by God, you love Him and you are called no matter who you are. So God is gonna cause all things to work in your favour for good. I would love to pray for you, church. I'd love to pray 
right now that as you journey forward, you'd experience the more of God. Wherever you are, uh, no matter where, what room you're sitting in, your bedroom, your lounge room, your bathroom, wherever you are, I wanna just, just take a minute to pray for you. And maybe you, you wanna just take a minute to bow your head, close your eyes. Maybe you could even open your hands in a, in a posture of receiving uh, wherever you are and just receive uh, this prayer over your life today. Let's pray. God in heaven, we love you, we honour you. And we pray that in this time right now today, that you would speak courage to the hearts of your people. God, that you would help us to see the season we're going in through, Lord, the lens of vision, that we see it not as a time of lack, but Lord, we see it as a time of potential and opportunity. God, we know in times of crisis and times of lack, they are often the places of greatest innovation, Lord, greatest creativity, greatest ideas and answers. And so I pray that as a people, you would pour out your innovation, you would pour out your creativity, you would pour out your abundance on us so that this season would be a season of incredible, expanding vision that we would walk into the more that you have for us. Lord, give us eyes to see those around us. Lord, give us ears to hear the needs that we can meet. Lord, help us to be such a blessing to this world in this time. And Lord, I pray you would draw us continually closer to you in this time. We ask this now in your name, Jesus. Just while we pray right now, and maybe you want to still take this moment just to stay in, a, in, a, in an atmosphere and a heart and attitude of prayer. I want to extend an invitation to you, no matter who you are, where you are, where you're from. Uh, we would love, and I would love nothing more than the, the opportunity to let you know a couple of things. The first thing is this, that there's a God in heaven who loves you and who made you. Despite what everyone else may tell you, the truth I believe with all my heart is that God loves you. You're not an accident. You're not a mistake. He made you. There's divine purpose to your life. We all do mess up. We all do wrong things. The Bible calls that sin. And what happens is our sin, it separates us from God. God in His amazing grace, what He does, He sent His own Son, Jesus, to a cross. When He died on that cross, He took upon Himself Everything that you and I would do for our sin, our wrongdoing, our disobedience to God, He took it all. He paid the price, He paid the debt. And then He conquered death in the grave and He rose, to get, rose again to new life. And He offers every single person, no matter where you are in this world, no matter where you find yourself, no matter what your story, no matter what your background, no matter what you've done, God extends to you today, now, here. He extends to you His free gift of grace forgiveness for all the wrong in your life, all your sin or your guilt or your shame forgiven. He offers you a brand new life, a new start. It's called being born again by the Spirit of God. God actually gets in on the inside of you and He makes you a brand new person from the inside out. You get to walk into the plans that God has prepared you for. God has made you for purpose, friends. You're not a mistake or an accident. You're here because God made you and He's got a purpose for your life. He wants to use you to change this world. And then you get this great promise of eternity in heaven with Him. This life that we have is not the end of the story. It's not the final picture. God is painting a picture on a much bigger canvas. It's called eternity. And He's preparing a place for you in it, friend. And if you're listening, if you're watching, if you're somewhere around the world from any one of our campuses or beyond that, no matter where you are watching this right now, 
If you're not right with God, if you don't know Jesus as your own Lord and Saviour, or maybe right now you're far from Him, you've drifted far, you've known Him before, but you've drifted far from Him. And today you know you need to get right with God. I wanna invite you to pray a very simple prayer with me. It's just a prayer of surrender, giving your life into the hands of Jesus. I'm gonna pray this for you. And wherever you are, I want you to join with me right where you are. This is your day, this is your moment. I will lead you in it, but you repeat it after me. Just say these words. Say, God, today, right here, right now, I surrender my life to You. I know I've sinned. I know I've messed up. But I do believe that Jesus, You died for me. So right now, I turn from my old way of life and I turn to You. I ask You, Jesus, to come in Be the Lord of my life. Take control. Make me brand new today. I choose from this very moment to live for You. In Jesus' Name.